0: From in the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. Again, we are seeing the worst humanity has to offer. Innocent blood is pointlessly being shed. Who is it this time? God's favorite people. God's favorite people are being slaughtered again. According to Christian mythology, out of irrational anger, their deity sends ruthless and impetuous people who sweep across the whole earth to seize dwellings not their own, Habakkuk 1.6. Or in Judges 2.14, in his anger against Israel, the Lord gave them into the hands of raiders who plundered them. The Bible says that when Yahweh's favorite people piss him off, he sends bad guys to slaughter them why would anyone choose to worship such a monster let's start the show is there anything in the bible that you yourself have an issue with (laughs) okay so it took you reading the bible to realize that those things were bad for you yeah it actually did i I didn't figure this out on your own No, Ted Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. What do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is Christian author Debbie Adams. Welcome to the show, Debbie.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your newest book?
1: My newest book is called Divine Promises. And
0: oh, it's a ghost book. You know, <laughs> there it, there is. it is. There it is.
1: Well, it keeps disappearing. But anyway, there it is. And okay. um, it is about 10 of uh, God's promises in His Word and how they have affected my life. And in the book, I um, just go through, basically go through my life. I have a lot of um, life experiences where God has been there and um, I felt his presence. And that's basically, it's basically my life history, um, showing the readers how God was there for me and explain to them how they can, how he can also be there for them.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. So God has been there for you. You felt his presence. Yes. Felt his presence. Gotcha. And what made you want to write this book? Where'd it come from?
1: God is the one that told me I needed to share my testimony several years ago. I've got a testimony. I've got testimony of faith. Um, I had cancer. It will be 15 years ago next month. And, Mm. um, God was there the whole entire time and I talk about wow. that in the in the book. And um and then I guess um maybe about 3 years ago God hmm. impressed upon my heart that I needed to share my testimony of faith. So I'm like, okay, how do I do that? And so he told me to put my testimony in an ebook on Amazon, which I did. And, you know, it's just a short, maybe five, six pages ebook on Amazon. And so I'm like, okay, I did that. I'm done. And so God's like, no, you're not. And so he wanted me to start writing print books. And uh-huh. so I, I was like, I have no idea on this. And I have several friends that are authors, you know, and they write great books. And, but I didn't see myself as an author, but you know, God did. And, you know, mm-hmm. God sees over the mountain and um, he, he can see what we cannot see. And it's his plan is always better than our plan. And so long story short, I started uh, following um, Michelle Moore Winder on Facebook um, back when COVID started. At that mm-hmm. At that time, it was a political thing. And but she's also a Christian author. And so I did a book club with her on her rock your red carpet book and every book club that she does, I didn't know this until I did the book club, but every book club that she does, she does a um, a, a retreat, some kind of retreat. And she lives in San Diego, California, and she always has some kind of uh, retreat. And for this one, she was going to talk about how to write a book. And God had been impressing on my heart. You know, you need to write a print book. And so, um, you know, I went there. She gave me the basics. And, you know, I published my first book on Amazon. And then with my second book, this was a whole lot bigger and a whole lot better than my first book. I mean, my first book was good, but um, it was the first book was... um, how to have a he- healthy lifestyle, but not, not like a diet book. Mm. It's, uh, it's doing it God's way. Cause God has created our whole body to work in a certain way. I mean, it, your brain is connected in doing research. I found your brain is connected to so many parts of your bodies and, you know, send signals for your body to work certain ways.
0: Mm-hmm. So our brain and, works. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yes. And so with this, second book I wanted to get more exposure because it is more about God working in my life and this is mm-hmm. more geared toward what God had been telling me to do oh. and so that's I, I got a publisher uh, with this one and and I you know I wanted to get more exposure and so that's why I'm doing you know, a lot of podcasts, because I'm trying to get the word out there, you know, and get people to look my book up, you know, on Amazon or wherever, you know, and buy it. And hopefully, you know, it will encourage them and, you know, bless them.
0: Encourage them. What's the most encouraging thing in your book?
1: The most encouraging thing is um, the Bible verse that I put in there a Mm. lot. Um, Mm. It's the promise, God's promise. uh, I think it's in Hebrews uh, where he says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Mm. And I mean, I don't talk about that one specifically. I talk about, you know, a lot of other um, promises and hold on a minute. Now I'll give you the chapter title. <laughs> um, we talk, uh, cause I talk about the promise of redemption, the promise of provision of protection, hmm. the promise of guidance protection. of strength and peace, healing, you know, eternal life. And so just about it, whatever promise I'm talking about, hmm. I will bring up another Bible verse and, which that one where he says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, that, is, that has got to be my most favorite because he's always been there, you know, for me, helping me, lead me, guide me, you know, whichever way, you know, that he knows I need to go.
0: Gotcha. Thank you for that. So you're a firm believer in the whole uh, God will never leave or forsake people. Mm-hmm. How does that work for you? Can you explain that a little more detail? How How exactly? that works
1: we as human beings will try to do things on our own like say we have some kind of struggle some kind of situation we'll try to do it on our own we will Mm -hmm. not um and if you don't know god i mean you're not going to do this anyway but i'm talking about people that already you know know god and have god in their heart um a lot of times myself included, we will try to fix things on our own. And, but then when we turn to God and, you know, pray to God and say, you know, this is going on, which he already knows what's going on. um You know, I need help with this. And that's, when, that's what that verse means that I will never leave you for, forsake you because he is there waiting on us to turn to him, ask for his help. And, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's the whole meaning of that verse.
0: And does he, when, when asked if, if let's just say our lives are in danger and we ask God for help, do you think he comes down and helps? Yes.
1: Yes. I have, I have felt his presence around me. specifically. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So does it work? doesn't work for everybody then?
1: Yes, yes, it does work for me if you believe in God, you. God yes if you believe, if you in, believe God. in God I mean God God is there for you
0: huh interesting I um, just gonna bring up a random thing here sorry it's a little dark right off the bat here uh church shootings do you think those people believed in God and God didn't forsake them
1: um me personally I don't be- I don't think they believed in God. Wow, and um, I mean, I could be wrong. That's just my opinion, but I can't see somebody that says they're they're a Christian and God is in their life. I cannot see them doing that. Um, I mean, they could be.
0: You oh, know, no, I'm I'm actually talking about the the victims, not the shooter.
1: Oh, oh, not oh, the, the, victims. the victims. Victims. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Glad we clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I got
1: um no no the victims yeah god is there with them um god i mean because god i mean when when there's a church shooting they come in there to shoot you know they might get killed they might get Hmm. sick whatever but god has a plan for all of our lives and he knows Hmm. what's going to happen before we just like the the church shooting he knows that that's going to happen um but he he is still there. He is in the he is in the midst of all of that. And is he,
0: is he there you know, protecting if, them?
1: Yes, and he could protect. He could be protecting them from the shooter. Um, say somebody you know hid under a pew or whatever, and <clears throat> you know he's protecting them that way.
0: Except for or, the ones that didn't make it,
1: or the ones that didn't make it. He, it it was time for them to go to heaven.
0: So that was part of God's plan. Yes.
1: Yes. God
0: wanted them to get shot and killed in church.
1: Not necessarily that he wanted them to get shot and killed, but that was his plan for them to, um, you know, come Hmm. to heaven. And that's how he wanted
0: it to happen. He wanted them to get shot and killed and then come to heaven. Well, not that he.
1: Yeah, not that he wanted it to happen, but well, he, he could
0: have stopped yeah. it and if he wanted it to happen any other way, he would have made it happen any other way. He could have intervened, he could have sent some signs and angels to persuade the shooter not to do it or some angels to go into the church building and go everybody out. You know, I mean, that would have been miraculous. If yes, he actually yes. saved them from the sh- in his own house, you know, in yes. his own house. So, but there's, how also... About... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah.
1: There's also another side to that where yeah. it, I mean, yes, God, you know, knows what's going to happen. You know, he, he knew a, a church yeah. shooting was going to happen. But also he allows Satan to go oh. so far with, you know, doing stuff to his people. Um, I mean, like oh. Job, like Job in the Bible, you know. Oh. I mean, he allowed, because Satan asked God, you know, at the beginning, how far can I go, you know, in, in um, t- um, test it. I'll just say test in Job, and he mm. told him, you know, you can go as far as you do not kill him. I mean, huh. it could be that scenario as well.
0: Interesting. So God is allowing Satan to hurt his children.
1: He is a, he has given Satan reigns this whole earth anyway, right now. And Satan's God, in charge. yeah, yes. And so God is giving him huh. the, I say partial reign. Maybe he's trying to see how our faith is. I don't know. I don't fully understand that part of it. I just know From the story of Job, you know, that he told him you can go as far as
0: Mm. don't kill him. Well, he just let him kill his kids.
1: Yeah. yeah. And
0: his servants. He killed all those people.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Using the powers that God gave him.
1: mm -hmm, Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not wanting to understand, you know, God's ways. I just know how, you know, he has helped me in my life with, you know, i wrote all that in the book.
0: Hmm. But yeah, Yeah. there
1: are, yeah, there are different, God has a different plan for everybody.
0: So God's plan for you was, stop me if I'm wrong, um, to save you from the cancer Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and to make your life better. Yes. God's plan for the children and churches that were shot was to be shot and killed. Why is your plan better than those? Why did God give you the cool plan (laughs) of surviving cancer? (laughs) <laughs>
1: yes, I don't see my plan as the cool plan, um, as you put it, because I mean I've had, I've had my mm. aunt that she got cancer, she died from cancer. Oh, um, sorry, you know, so I'm one of the lucky ones.
0: Yeah, um, you're the lucky one that survived cancer. God allowed that to happen for some reason, but he allowed children to be shot in church. I'm just, I'm just having a hard time <laughs> with that one. You know.
1: Yes, I mean, I'm sort of with you on that because I don't understand why, you know, their children, you know, like the Columbine, you yeah. know, thing that happened. I mean, we don't know what the reasoning is behind why God had that plan versus, mm-hmm. you know, another plan. And and
0: sc- church shooting or school shooting. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. um, well, we can even go to his favorite people. Who are God's favorite people?
1: The Israelites.
0: The Israelites. And what's happening right now to God's favorite people mm-hmm. is God involved in this? Because when I read the Bible, God sends people to destroy Israel for disobeying him. Do you think God's sending people now to destroy Israel for disobeying him for not accepting Jesus?
1: I just, my personal opinion, Israel is God's chosen people. And I think, that maybe the people that are attacking Israel, God is trying to show them, I don't know what's going to happen in the end, you know, yeah. so I don't know, but um I believe that Israel will come out on top um, because they are God's chosen people, but I also believe that whoever is attacking Israel or who will attack Israel in the future hmm. that God will only allow it to go so far and, you know, and he will say, you know, that's enough, you know, that's my. people.
0: So when the babies are being shot and decapitated in the streets, that's not enough for God to stop it. I would definitely stop it by before that. Um, I'm just going to Habakkuk one six. I am raising, as is God speaking. I am raising up the Babylonians that ruthless and impetuous people who sweep across the earth to seize dwellings, not their own. Kind of like what's going on right now, mm. so God raised up these bad people to teach the people that He loves a lesson by slaughtering them. I don't think that's a good way to teach people things
1: <laughs> well he could yeah, he could also be you doing certain things in mm. order to open other people's eyes. Because just like me, when I got cancer, I believed that he was using me to show other people that how my faith was solely in God and nobody else. Um, You know, because men men will let you down, you know, and God won't let you down.
0: I mean, he's letting the Israelites down right now. He's letting those babies and those families down right now that are being slaughtered, pointlessly slaughtered. Yeah. God's not stopping it.
1: Well, I'm not I don't, learning any
0: lessons here, except for that God's not stopping the slaughter of his favorite people. That's the lesson I'm learning right now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what God's plan is in that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, babies are getting slaughtered and, you know, people, uh, adults are getting, you know, slaughtered. I don't know what his plan is. And that I'm just, you know, I'm just praying and for God to intervene and wait and, you know, see what he does.
0: It's almost like he's not there. It's almost like he it's not there or he doesn't care at this point. It's pretty it's pretty sad actually. I
1: Well, it's not it's that he doesn't care. God does care. God God is a is a I mean, people might see it as like you just said, God doesn't care in situations like that. But yeah. God is God is a loving God.
0: He's a loving, um, all powerful God. Yes. That doesn't stop the bloodshed of his favorite people.
1: But there's also sin and demonic stuff going on in the world right now too. And Let's speak of so, that. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's it's good versus evil going on mm-hmm. in the world right now.
0: Why and is it good versus evil? Do you know why? Because
1: because it's God versus Satan. Um, I mean, you've seen on TV as well as I have a lot of demonic you know stuff going on and you know us as christians and you know we don't like to see that because those people are acting like they're on satan's side when they should be on god's side because one day this world is going to end and yes and whenever that day is i mean you're either going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell And if you're on Satan's side, you know, you're going to go to hell if you don't, you know, if you don't know Jesus. Um, But, you know, it's, yeah, it is very sad what's happening, you know, in our world and in Israel.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. I I don't like listening to it. I'm in that privileged state where I can turn off the news so I don't have to witness or listen to the horrific things that are happening to to these people right now. Mm Mm-hmm give me give me all emotional <clears throat> so horrible horrible things um satan all because of satan satan is in charge of the earth god put satan in charge of the earth is that right
1: not that he put him in charge hmm. but hmm. satan satan was an angel in heaven hmm. and he fell you know from um heaven and so god is allowing him to run through the earth do what he can for right now
0: until god
1: yes until god comes back
0: yes so it's it's kind of like releasing a wild animal in my kid's room sometimes yeah i wouldn't do that i wouldn't do that um not even to teach him lessons I but, we're,
1: but we're, we're human. We don't understand stuff like that, you know, yeah, and
0: no. we can see it as bad though. Right. We can see that as yes. bad as yeah. Releasing yes. bad guys to your children. I can mm-hmm. see that's bad. Um, but I mean, everything under heaven belongs to me. That's Job forty one eleven. That's Satan uh the devil led him to a high place this is luke four five through seven and in an instant all the kingdoms of the world and he said to him i will give you this is satan talking to jesus by the way sorry i will give you all their authority and splendor it has been given to me and i can give it to anyone i want why would god give satan all the authority and splendor of the world
1: That yeah, that is a hard one. I mean, I don't understand that myself. Um, but that there there is there is a reason. Um, I mean, God knows that he's gonna come back and get his chosen people. Eventually. The ones that know him. Yes. And so I'm I don't know I don't know how to answer answer that one. Sure. Um I mean God God is the one in control, you know, so you know he can give power.
0: He's in control. To,
1: yes, I he thought is, he gave he it is, to Satan. God is in God is in control of the earth, and that's why he allows Satan. Like I said before, he allows Satan to do certain things. Huh. Um, you know, giving him control. You know, yes, he said he would. He's giving him control, but and
0: that doesn't to us that doesn't sound like a good idea. Why would God no, do no. things that don't sound like a good idea to us?
1: Because we're we don't have the um I say brain that God well, has I can use
0: my basic logic and, and we can we both use our basic logic. That's
1: yeah.
0: It, releasing bad guys and on, on onto children is not a good thing. I mean we can both use our basic logic. I mean, I can't use any other logic than the logic that I have. And that logic is telling me that that's a disgusting, horrible thing to do. So I don't know how we get around that. How do we get around that?
1: The only way we get around that is trusting God, because God sees the future. We can't see the future. And if we we were to see the future, I think we would all be Really, more panic than we are right now, with what's going on in the world.
0: Is the Bible not kind of a, I don't want to say, future telling device, but in that manner? There's other words that I want to use, but I just can't think of them right now. <laughs> but is that yes. essentially what it is?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So the end times, the the mm-hmm. hellfire, all of that.
1: Yes. So we can see the future. Yes. To yes. To to a point, you can you can see the future. Um, I mean, in Revelation right now, um, I mean, there are things in Revelation that you read it and you like, I don't remember what chapters, verses, but I remember mm-hmm. reading something in Revelation and I'm like, oh, wow, that's exactly what's going on right now.
0: So and it's already happening.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So the end times are already happening is what you're saying.
1: No, no, no. What's happening no. in Revelation is what's going on right now, and okay, it's, so, okay.
0: it's,
1: it's going to continue until uh, you know Jesus comes back.
0: I and haven't which, seen any of the scorpion things.
1: Which I think the way the world is getting right now, that it's not going to be long until Jesus does come back to get his people.
0: That just brings me to why? Why is he waiting? Why let the bad guy loose and then stop him eventually after he slaughtered countless, after he's convinced countless to stray away from Jesus? Why would God wait so long?
1: I believe, just my opinion, I believe that God
0: is... Yes, yes.
1: Um, It's all my opinion. (laughs) opinion. Um, I believe that God is waiting... For the last soul that he knows that will accept him hmm. to be saved before he comes back to get everyone because when he comes back there is i mean you're pretty much you know you miss the train if you're you know wanting to go to heaven at that point
0: Huh. so yeah no no ticket no heaven not going to heaven so what happens in hell What happens if we don't have that ticket to heaven?
1: If you don't have that ticket to heaven, you will go to hell with um, Satan and all his demons. And, you know, it's going to be eternal torments. Not one torment, but torments, Hmm. you know, forever.
0: Tortured forever for life. Mm -hmm. For not life, but for eternity.
1: Yes. And tell you in total darkness.
0: Hmm. Why?
1: Because they had a choice to either accept God or not accept God. And they chose not to. So either you
0: accept Jesus or Mm -hmm. torture forever. Love Mm -hmm. me or burn. Yes. Would you do that to your kids?
1: I mean, I look at it as, say, you were going to ask somebody to marry you. I, I'm not getting into your personal life, but <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't, I don't need to know any of that. But yeah, you're say
0: Examples. You, Go ahead. Yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> say you were going to ask somebody to marry you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. they gotcha. will give you a yes, or they will give you a no.
0: Okay. And that's
1: the same way that God does.
0: No, he, because I'm not going to torture them forever. If they tell me, no, that is a hundred percent different there.
1: Yes, yes, but to yeah, but to a point, it is it is similar. And so
0: God's feelings are hurt.
1: No, it's oh. it. He died on the on the cross to save us all from eternity, from going to hell.
0: God died.
1: Yes, died and rose again.
0: God was able to die. Mm-hmm. How did God die? What killed him?
1: He died on the cross because nails in wood. Yeah. That's they how you hung kill him. God. Yeah, they hung him on a cross, um, put him a uh, throne of crowns on his head, and they pierced his side, um, you know, and they nailed him to the cross, and then on the third day he rose again. And that's how he saved us. Huh. from going to hell because if he hadn't,
0: i'm alive if he, saved <laughs> if
1: he hadn't done that i mean we would all end up in hell
0: because, why? why would god put us all in hell if jesus if he didn't kill himself to himself why would he do that
1: because he gives you a, he lets you make a choice do you want him or do you want to go on your own and if you don't choose hmm. him, then you're going on your own. And going you think, on your own is going to hell, which he saved you from, but they didn't accept it.
0: Do you think those are good options? Like, I mean, if, for our children, I mean, I don't know if you have kids, but my kids, if I told them those options, either you you have a relationship with me or you you you're going to burn forever. Make you well, suffer. I'm going to make sure you suffer forever for not loving me, for turning away from me, for rejecting me, and my sacrifices that I make for you. Do you think yeah, that's a we, justified reason?
1: Well, we are human. We don't understand.
0: Right. God's that's all reason. I have. That's all I can do is use my human logic to tell me that these things are bad.
1: Yes. That's all I can. I
0: mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and you can feel the same way, right? You can use the same logic yes. we did we did earlier with mm-hmm. the Satan thing, and we can do that with this, right? I mean. Telling your kid, love me or burn is not a, you know, loving, rational thing to do. Yes. You know, but God, it's okay.
1: Because God, God is God. God is eternal. He's over, you know, he's over the whole earth. Um, You know, some people don't believe in God, you know, they're going to end up in hell. But, you know, that's, but God does give them a choice.
0: Hmm. John three thirty six. Whoever believes in the sun has eternal life, but whoever rejects the sun will not see life. For God's wrath remains on them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He can't let go of his anger. That's what I'm seeing here. He gets so mad because we reject him that he just he holds on to that grudge. Kind of like with Adam and Eve. He held on to that grudge. Well, I'm gonna curse all of humanity now because these people disobeyed me. Thing he knew he was gonna happen. I mean, he knew. Yeah, yes. <laughs> So.
1: Yeah, I mean, God is a loving God, but yes, when we hmm. there there are things you know that like that verse and yeah. uh, other verses you know in the Bible that I've read that you know God shows His wrath, His anger. Yeah.
0: Um, is it justified you know? though? Like this verse for for instance, John three thirty six. Non believers, I don't believe. I, I I don't believe that God died. Um, I don't believe that. So whoever believes in the son has eternal life. I don't believe in the son, but whoever rejects the son will not see life for God's wrath remains on them. So simply because I don't believe in something, God's wrath is going to remain on me. I don't see that as loving.
1: He is, he's loving as he died on the cross and rose again. That he loved us unconditional. We as humans on this earth do not have, do not know truly how to love unconditionally. Interesting. I mean, just like. We just
0: mentioned there were conditions though. We had just mentioned like love me or burn. Those are conditions.
1: Well, it's, it's not God's conditions. It's people make a choice. It's like we make a choice every day. Hmm. And you know, it's. God's waiting on us to decide what choice do you want? Do you want me or do you want Satan?
0: So those are conditions.
1: I guess you could, you could call them conditions.
0: Yeah. So I wouldn't call it unconditional love. I would call it conditional love. Um, Bible says a couple of places where Yahweh hates people. Uh, so there were definitely some conditions there that were not met. <laughs> so he hates them now. Um but thank you for that. That that was that was good. I appreciate that. Um you mentioned the cross. I want to get onto the cross part a little bit and then I want to get into your cancer surviving thing. I want to know more about that too. Um the cross. Do you find that to be a good love story? Yes. Explain why.
1: Because us on this earth, I mean you're going to have love from your family. You're going to have love if you're married or have a boyfriend you go or, you know, wife, um, whatever you'll have, you know, love that way. Mm -hmm. But God's love is different from any other love than that we've known. And since God is, God, isn't A human like we are on this Mm. earth, we can't understand God's love. But it doesn't make any um, sense to me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, people have a hard time understanding how can God, you know, be loving like you were just talking about. Mm. But he loved us so much that he died on the cross to save us from eternal hell. Yet people will oh. not accept it, you know, like well, you know, we talked
0: about before, yeah, yeah. He's saving us, so he died to save us from hell. Who mm-hmm. was going to put us in hell if Jesus didn't die?
1: When we died, um, we were going to go to hell,
0: right? Okay, who's going to put us there? Because, I mean, personally, I'm not going to jump into a lake of fire, someone's going to have to go, you know, give me a little push there. And it's going to have to be Jesus or God or maybe even, I don't know, an angel of something. I don't know how that works. (laughs) I don't know how he put all that together. The Bible's very vague on a lot of that stuff there. So, yeah, I'm not going to go willingly. Who's going to put me there?
1: Um, Well, Jesus is God's son. So God is the one that sent Jesus to the earth Mm -hmm. to... Uh, save us from hell from Um, the person
0: who's going to throw us there not the actual physical physical location because again i'm not going to walk into there somebody has to put me in there so who's going to put me in hell
1: well when we die i mean neither one of us have died yet so we don't know what's going to (laughs) happen we don't (laughs) know yeah Yeah. and
0: most likely nothing but you know yeah
1: and people you know, people don't come back that have already died to say mm. this has happened. <laughs> but our our body is in, when we die, our body is in the grave, mm-hmm. and so when we die, our spirit is either in heaven or in hell. Mm-hmm. As far as who puts us there, I I'm not I'm not sure. You know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I love I don't know if you don't know <laughs> yes. Those are my favorite answers because we don't know a lot of this stuff. It's just a lot of Mm-mm. statements and we've got nothing to back it up. Uh, Matthew 13, 41 through 42. The Son of Man will send out his angels and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So it sounds to me like Jesus and his angel army are going to be doing all the throwing into hell. That's what it sounds like. So what I yeah. see in the cross is God sent him a clone of himself to save us from him throwing us into hell. He's unable to forgive without bloodshed. Hebrews 9.22, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. He refuses to. He does it several times, but for some reason, when it counts, he doesn't. He doesn't want to. I'm not really sure why he wanted would want to throw people in hell. I'm not really sure why he would even create hell for people that don't love him. That's not a very loving thing to do. As far as I'm concerned, I'm just a human with a irrational brain, and I'm thinking that that's irrational. Anyways, yeah. that's beside the point. So, um, yeah,
1: let me let me read you something that's in my book. I don't, uh, I don't think you have read my book, um, but I put a um, page or two in here about God's love, hmm. and it's like, why does God love us? Because we've been talking about that a lot. Why does God love us? And um, have you ever thought about, have you ever thought about that? And I'm sure growing up, you heard heard God loves you and probably heard the song Jesus loves you. Mm -hmm. Um, So first, God loves us because God is holy and he is filled with an infinite measure of holy, pure and undescribable love. And second, God loves us. I don't see it though,
0: Debbie. I don't see the love.
1: Second, God loves us because he created us in his image. And we are God's children. Whether you believe in him or not, you're still God's children. And we are important to him. Hmm. And his his love toward us is much more perfect than our hmm. love is toward you know another human being.
0: Debbie that statement right there his love is more perfect than we have towards other human beings. I wouldn't throw another human being into hell for eternity for not loving me. I just I don't see it.
1: And John 3:16 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believed in him might not perish but have everlasting life. Hmm.
0: Conditions. That,
1: that's, all, that's all about the love of God. It's all about conditions.
0: Yeah, we, we, there's conditions to being saved. Yeah, it's not unconditional as far as I'm concerned. But thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, so God loved you so much that he saved you from cancer. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that before we close around here. I want to hear about
1: okay you. um i uh you know I had always been healthy i I've never had any kind of medical issues, and I just went to the doctor almost fifteen years ago wow. and and she you know and and she said I think I think there might be something, but I'm not sure. And Mm. so, you know, they ran the, um, ultrasound and all that. Mm. And so then I had to do the biopsy Mm. and so came back and it was only stage one, which, Mm. you know, it was, it wasn't, you know, nothing major. And my aunt and my, my aunt and my mom has had something major. Um, and then my aunt, you know, died um, very quickly because the cancer mm. spread very quickly.
0: Terrible stuff.
1: Yes. Um, so, you know, I'm thankful, you know, that mine wasn't like it, yeah. like any, anybody else's that had, you know.
0: They were really able to catch bad. it early, So it sounds like.
1: Yes. yes. So they were able yes. to yes. Get,
0: get rid of that real quick for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. They, they, they caught it early. And I went through radiation, didn't have to go through chemo. Oh, nice. And um and you know, like like I said, I mean I'm almost 15 years now I've been cancer free and the whole the whole entire time, I mean, when I first got it, I mean, just like anybody else that gets the news they got cancer, you know, it's like somebody stabbing you in the heart. Yeah. But after I got over that, you know, I just gave it to God. I said, you know. If you want me here, I'll, yeah. I'll remain here. But if you don't want me here, you know, I'll be in heaven with you. And huh. so, you know, I had peace the whole entire time. I was going through radiation, going through all of it. And, yeah. um, you know, just like that verse that I mentioned at the beginning, God hmm. he will never leave you nor forsake you. I felt him there with me huh. every single day. Felt I can, I can, I can feel his, yes, I can feel his presence.
0: We'll get into that. Um, so, was it the medicine and the and the radiation and stuff that helped you actually get rid of it? Was it people that actually stepped in?
1: Uh,
0: you went through treatments, correct?
1: Yes, I went through yes. radiation. I didn't so go went through, through
0: chemo. Yes. So, um, so the treatments that people created and the treatments that people gave to you helped you.
1: Yes
0: and the thing that helped you stay calm through all of this was the knowledge that god was helping you
1: it is the the reason i stayed calm was because i had the peace of god in my life the peace uh of understanding that no if you don't have god you don't you you can't under, understand the the amount of peace that you have when you're going through something that's, that's
0: what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. So, so you just put all of your thoughts onto this, this being, I, I can do that too. I do that with Spider-Man. I can think of Spider-Man can help me through things and that'll give me peace of mind. Um, but that doesn't make it real. Uh, there's people that call on Kali Ma, uh, God that came before Yahweh um, way back when, and she brings them peace. She brings them help, healing even. Um, so how do we know it was specifically Yahweh or Jesus?
1: I I know it was Jesus because I have Jesus in my heart and my faith is in in Jesus and He nice. is and and it might have you mentioned the drugs the radiation mm-hmm. that helped me with my cancer yeah
0: um
1: but it is God giving the doctors the wisdom that they need to treat me um be, to do a certain type of ray radi- or me or anybody. Why would Satan allow
0: that? Isn't Satan in charge of this place? So Satan allowed God to make the doctors smarter? It's not that Satan
1: is allowing God
0: to do anything. God's allowing Satan to do things. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Interesting. So knowledge versus faith. If we're bringing in faith, do we know something?
1: You said you is, know it's
0: Jesus, but you're using sorry, you're using your faith to do it. Sorry, I had to explain that a little bit. Yeah, uh, so how do we faith, know? What, what does that work? How does that work?
1: Faith is you're sitting in a chair, I'm sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. Faith, um, is believing that you're not going to fall to the ground when you sit in the chair.
0: Oh, that's experience. That's ba- yeah, no, that's that, experience. I've had experience with chairs, I know that I know that chairs typically hold my butt I know Hmm. that there are certain chairs that if they're a little wobbly will not hold my butt so that's that's knowledge that's not there's no faith involved in that at all as far as I'm concerned yeah
1: that I I was just using that as an example
0: Yeah. yeah
1: yeah you you know faith is like trusting like if you you trust somebody with your life that is that is what faith right but is. you have
0: at that point you have to have knowledge that there are people that are trustworthy, that people can be trustworthy or that person is trustworthy. You have history with that, you have knowledge with that. I don't need faith when it comes to that. I don't need to, you know pretend like I don't know there might be good. you know I just these are things that you know. Um, yes, there are that chance that they could be an evil person and not protect you. Um, I know that there are evil people out there. So, I I still don't get the faith part of it, but that's okay. I, <laughs> maybe one more. Well, well,
1: <laughs> you know the what God's word mm. is. I mean, you you quoted Bible verses, you know, here today, and what God has in His word. I mean, I go on that. I don't go on what man says, and you know mm. that is, that is where faith is. Are you are you trusting man? Mm. Or are you trusting God?
0: so instead instead of the word faith maybe trust you trust god more than people um why do you trust god more than people
1: because he is my savior he is in my heart and um like i mentioned before he died on the cross and rose again yeah. um you know to save me from an eternal hell um you know he he is he is my he is my being he is my reason for doing what I do. He is my reason for um, telling my testimony in this book.
0: Hmm. It's all about him. Yes. I think it's all about us. That's what I think. That's what I think. Um, trust God more than people. When, when you were going through your chemo, or not chemo, sorry, uh, the radiation, or the treatments, let's just call it that. So when you were going through your treatments, you trusted people. To treat you and help you with your cancer, Mm -hmm. you did not just give it all to God and just sit there and wait for God to give you a healing. So I did. uh, I see you trusting people more than God in that instance.
1: I did give it to God, and God will lead you to the right doctors. God will lead, like if you're looking for a job, God will lead you to the right interview to get that job that he has for you um Hmm. you know you you give it all to god but god will open the doors that you need to get to where you need to whether it's healing or uh, obtaining a job
0: so you give it all to god but people do the work
1: god god works through people so these people
0: are are being controlled by god there's no free will they're robots
1: no they're not they're not robots
0: okay so people are helping yes okay so we should trust people when they are helping over god who's not there helping
1: but god is helping because god is helping through people
0: so he's controlling them no yeah, i don't know <laughs> i guess i just would not understand that one that's okay though this has been a blast we are almost out of time here um thank you debbie so much this has been fun go ahead and leave it with uh where we can find your stuff and any closing words you want
1: okay uh here's a picture of my book again oh
0: nope nope yes nope yeah right there <laughs> um that.
1: yeah i don't know why it disappears <laughs> um divine promises trusting god's faithfulness um uh I've got it on Amazon and every book uh online bookstore that you can think of, um, from uh Walmart.com, Target.com, Barnes and Noble, Books A Million, uh, wherever there's a bookstore online, that's that's where it's at. Nice. And it's also in Canada. Um, I don't know if you have in Canada beers, but it's also in Canada And um, I think that bookstore is chapters. Wow, and...
0: Target, Walmart, Canada. Holy cow, Debbie. <laughs>
1: And um you can um contact me through my website and it's Debbie Adams.biz, B-I-Z or you can um email me personally and that's Debbie and Bud at iCloud.com. And um the lat- for anybody that's wanting to get the book or trying to decide, I mean, just buy the book. It's very encouraging. I wrote it you know, to be very encouraging. And it's pretty much, you know, like our conversation has been today. I write my books as if I'm talking to the reader. Hmm.
0: Gotcha. Thank you so much, Debbie. Well, stay in touch. Stay safe out there. That's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. As always, you can find me at the Bible says what YouTube and Facebook pages. You can also find clips of the show on TikTok under BSW the podcast. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will get you early access to each episode by at least three days, stickers, shirts, and shoutouts. That's patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast. For the latest events, BSW swag, including signed copies of The Bible Says What the book, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode until then would you kindly pick up your bibles and read them I got to fix that shit. All right. New studio. The Bible says what has moved to a new house. And this is now the studio. So um, it'll be changing. It'll be evolving. It might not look like this next week.